and welcome to episode 57 of After All This Time Always, with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the winky of the podcast. Mm. Yes, he likes to wear dresses and get drunk. It's producer Joe Power. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. How are we all doing? I'm good. Yes, I'm very good. I've had a really, really, really busy week. Yeah? Yes, which meant that prep for this podcast happened about half an hour ago. Lovely. Did you finish watching... uh... The film that we're going to discuss later. Yes, I did. Yep. Pat, how you been? <laughs> <laughs> I've been fine. You know, busy week as well. I haven't actually done too much prep for this week. Just busy. Oh, good. Oh, good. Well, I've been busy too, but I've done some prep. Yeah. Oh. I watched the film and I printed out some emails. <laughs> nice. Check oh, you man. out. You got a printer now? Uh, no, no, no. I went somewhere else to print. I haven't, I haven't got. I haven't got room here, mate. I don't. I have. I had a printer, and then I just never took it to the flat. And I just assume I won't need a printer. We don't need to print anymore. Yeah. No, you don't. Really. You don't. But only really if you're uh, doing a podcast and you have emails that you can't, you don't want to write out again or read off your phone. That's I find true. it nice to have a sheet of paper in front of me. Then you print away, mate. Do you know what? I think I bloody hey, will. Listen, I'm not saying it's for everyone. I'm just saying for me personally, I don't print, boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a printer in Michael's corner if ever I need one, but never do. Never do. Never, Never do. do. Who Never needs do. it? But Listeners, uh, do you need a printer? <laughs> who needs a printer nowadays? Have <laughs> you got... Who's got a home computer now? <laughs> eh? Well, we've, all got, we've all got laptops we've or all got I- laptops. iPads and yeah. that. It's a, well, a computer a... in your home. Tell you what, guys, so far this has been some solid banter. Absolute. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't print this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, not this one, not so far. <laughs> that first three minutes is going in the shredder, mate. <laughs> yeah. you, had, you had to have a home computer... You'd have it downstairs, and if you, uh, you know, as we were, we were approaching our formative years... Tom is writing have... an Edinburgh show at the moment, right. by the way, it's, guys, in yeah. case you can't tell with his observational material. Yeah, but it's not about... It's about the... Oh, remember that? No. That's, you're trying that's yeah, to that's, unplug no, the no, phone no. to plug in the Tom's internet. D- Tom's auditioning for Love at the Apollo. I do, I do uh, future... Um, Whoa. Future... Uh, Observations. So what happens in the future? I go, ah, oh, God. So you're in your, yeah, yeah, weird. When you're in your space car, right? In your space car, and a blooming alien comes and hits you. Well, aren't you going to hate it, right? When? Yeah. Oh. oh, this guy knows what I'm talking about. This guy won't because he's going to die tomorrow. <laughs> My daughter asked me today, she said, um, Dad, why do we live on this planet? Wow. And then said, why am I not an alien? And I said, which I thought was pretty clever. Yeah. Um, well, technically, we are an alien to somebody. And she just went, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even that. Not, not, not my level. No, I'm not on my level. <laughs> Never mind. Too intellectual for her. But uh, yeah, but I've had a, I've had a real... Yeah, so what, what's, what's, your, what's your busy week entailed, mate? Right, so when were when were we last together? We were last together uh, Monday morning. Monday morning, yeah. night, morning of the office. So Monday afternoon, I went and got fitted for clothes for a shoot, a little, a uh, little filming. A shoot you're doing, yeah. Uh, that went okay, but it uh, it meant that they measured me, and I am a bit bigger than I was last time, which is never nice to is, hear. Is your spotlight lying currently? Uh, <laughs> And the photos. <laughs> I've been up for that. Um, so that that was... And then um, on Wednesday, I had the shoot. So I had to get up at six in the morning um, to be picked up by the car. It's a, it's a Ooh, hard life. Oh, we got life. picked up. Picked up by oh, a car. Oh, yes. Come on. Ooh. 
uh, and then went to the shoot, and I did the filming, uh, which is an all-day affair. Uh, you having yeah, an affair? No, all-day affair. <laughs> Just a one-day affair. Just a one-day affair. <laughs> right, okay, my bad. And it was good, it was good, although... Yeah, I... end that, mate, end that, don't keep that going. <laughs> was, yeah, <laughs> in and out. It was good, but um, the problem I found, I had, I had a couple of like awkward conversations with the guy who was sitting next to me. He was a nice guy. But um, we got into, shall we say, some political discussions. A political, oh. Was it a political tete-a-tete? Uh, a tet. A tet. Okay, <laughs> semi-tet. <laughs> semi-tet. Because um, we opened by talking about a certain... Uh, I'm not going to name names um, or what we were talking about. But I'll just leave it that, that I opened thinking we were both going to be on the same wavelength. Oh, so I brought up this certain person in society and went oh they seem to have uh, gone very strong with their views huh, they seem okay. to have gone i think i used the word crazy i think they've gone crazy over it and he went uh. yeah um my mum believes the same thing uh, she's uh, quite high up in that regards and i went yeah well no of course your mum is of course but i, I was just wondering why they are so- Absolute backtrack. Like, I am oh. trying desperate. I can't even concentrate on your story. I'm trying to think who you would have been talking oh, about. It was. Um, it, I was backtracking like a mother. Okay, yeah. And then by well, the end, I was just agreeing with him. I was like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yes. absolutely, right on. Hell yeah. Um, and was then, this a fellow actor or just or someone that worked on the crew? Uh, an actor, right? Okay. Um, oh, thank you for saying fellow actor. I, d- I never refer to myself as an actor. No, no. You I, act? I, I, w- w- I, I mean, act. you act. I act. You have an act that you perform on stage. I have an act performance, and which I went then went and did. Um, oh, straight after filming. Straight after filming, went and did a gig. Thursday, I did a gig in Guildford, and then on Friday, Friday I did a gig in Kingston again. Mm. But uh, I had a, I had to go to do another casting in the day. Which meant that I was I was bumbling about all day. It ended up doing, I ended up walking fourteen point nine miles. Jesus, is that the record? That's the record so far. Wow, yeah, Tom and record his for mad me. walks. Me and my way of walks. So I walked, Did you just walk from home? I <laughs> I walked um, from East London. I walked from uh, Ch- Charing Cross to East London. East London back to Charing Cross. From Charing Cross to Clapham Junction. Um, <laughs> like, did you follow the tube line? All right, I need to walk back to Charing Cross so I can change, go, go <laughs> no, to Embankment and then so walk can, from there. Yeah, walk the Bakerloo line. <laughs> no, funny enough, I needed um, to take to the gig uh, in order to pay, be paid cold, cold hard cash in hand. Oh, lovely. I needed an invoice printing off. But. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife printed me off an invoice Lovely. and I, was, I had to go and meet her at Chain Oh, that's Cross. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh, I must remember to bring this up with the boys about printers. Because <laughs> well, it is going to absolutely cut the printers. It's come full circle. <laughs> oh. It's a real shame. Um, and then, yeah, and then I walked and uh, did the gig. And this is... This is th- this really stuck out for me because obviously during the gig, um, so it's a for, it's a school in Kingston, the primary school, so it's all mums and dads. Pre- oh, what was it like a PTA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do quite a few of them a, a okay. year, and um, corporate. Was, <laughs> I wish. Um, and they the pr- uh, the mid show music was um, uh, Oasis, Green Day. When I come around, right. and I just remember thinking, oh, it's a bit weird for mums and dads, and I thought, no, this. 
This is mums and dads you're, music. You're a mum and dad. I, I am a mum and yeah. dad, and I, I listen to Green Day every day. Um, and do yeah. and bear in mind when we were listening to Green Day as teenagers, they'd already been around for a long time. At they that point. went when I come around. Well, that was ninety three. That could be a peeve next week. That is a big peeve. Ninety three or four. Oh, he's put himself out there. <laughs> it's on. He's absolutely put himself out there. I'm certain it is. Anyway, we'll find Are out. Sure? We'll find out next week. <sighs> when I come around, ninety three or four. Same I'm, same as basket case. Same as now, 42. Ah, uh, Pat. <laughs> Peeps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom, so have this, at it. <laughs> listening to now, 42, were you? No, I wasn't, was Sitting I? on the hood of an old Mustang, <laughs> were you? <laughs> no, it was my dad's Vauxhall Astra. Um, it was but now 46. Now 46. I'm That's happy to be correct. Four, four away. Mm. I was four out. Yeah. But anyway, the the one I was listening to definitely had um, that f- that Sophie Ellis Bexter song, that first one that wasn't just her; it was her and a DJ. Maybe who was the DJ? Do you want me to tell you? Go on, tell me, Tom. Um, Groove Jet Armada, wasn't it? Groove Jet Armada. Yeah. No, not Groove Groove Armada. I think the song was called Groove Jet. Yeah. Was it Why called it Groove Jet? Jet? I don't know. Why I, does I, it feel so good? That was it. I couldn't get it in my head. Oh, uh, was that was that Bexter? That was that was her first. Song, I thought "Murder I on the Dance Floor" was. I didn't realize. No. I think there was. I mean, Follow this up. is. I mean, this is this is great for the listeners. But I think, yeah, I think that was her first solo single. Right. But we were introduced to Spiller. <laughs> Spiller. 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 Feet. Sophie Ellis Bexter. Groove Jet. Groove oh, Jet. Feet. Bracket. Brackets. Why does it feel so good? Or is it just called Groove Jet? Groove Jet. That's. I mean, that's a shame. Uh, Put your brackets away, mate. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, I think that's the only peeve we've got. Oh, do you have any other peeves? No, it was a flawless show. (laughs) Right, literally just being uh, four out on my now compilations. I did remember it was a blue cover, though. I know that was correct. Well, yeah, but we wouldn't catch a snitch with that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a snitch is gold. Doesn't mean you've got it. Yes, exactly. Oh, speaking of snitches, the snitch in today's quiz is very special indeed, but I'll... uh, that's just me teeing it up. I'll tell you what it is uh, when we get there. What we've also got coming up on the show, tiny bit of Potter Watch. Not a lot of news, but there's a what? bit of Potter Watch mixed with a bit of Week in Geek. Okay. Yes, please. Got a few emails to read out. As I mentioned, I printed them off like yeah, a professional. Oh, God. Yeah, listeners, we haven't done any, we haven't really done any prep. So thank you for sending us just content yeah, that geez, we could read out. Thank you so much. Uh, we've, some time. Well, we've got the bad movie uh, that Tom and I watched this week. I mm. can't wait to hear about this. Scottish muscle. Scottish. Oh, dear. Uh, Tom, have you got a conspiracy theory for us this week? I have, actually. Because we, for- we forgot last week, didn't we? Mm, interesting. We or got, did I, we? I have. Mm. And uh, and I'll be finishing, of course, with uh, my quiz. But I think we should start with a little bit of Potter Watch. And now, live from Podsmead, the after all this time always gang bring you Potter Watch. Okay, only uh, a little bit this week, but I saw earlier today that Matthew Lewis, a.k.a. Neville Longbottom, uh, mm. will be starring in a new sitcom based in New Zealand called uh, Bay... Oh, God, I think... Baby... I, I can't read my own writing. It's either Baby Dove or Baby Dome. I, don't, I, can't, I can't tell you. All right, let me uh, but it also oh. stars uh, Rose Matafeo, who I think what, she won the Edinburgh Award last year, didn't she? She did. Uh, she's very funny. Uh, and it will be produced by Taika Waititi, oh. which is... Oh, really cool. Yeah, so it should be a good little show. 
Um, and there was an interview this week with uh, the CEO of Warner Brothers, uh, who said, <laughs> who was very non-committal, but said, "Wizard Unite may well be out this summer." So that's something. <laughs> it may well be. <laughs> it may. It may well be. <laughs> Ooh, <Yeah. laughs> that was his. That was his response. A gentle. Why are, they, why are they bothering the CEO of Warner Brothers with that? I'm assuming it was just a question in a generic interview about Warner Brothers. They've got a lot to promote. Right? I, I don't imagine he even knows. He probably doesn't. He's not across that. He's I never... don't think he knows what Wizards Unite is. No. <laughs> I, he's like, oh, Wizards Unite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, oh, he starts tapping his nose. Yeah. What's this? That may oh, well be out. <laughs> yeah, a little, summer, tap yeah. On a little wink and go, oh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> don't don't ask me. I actually don't know. <laughs> I don't want to say yes. I don't want to say no. But. <laughs> I can't see anything about this Matthew Lewis. Uh, uh, sitcom. He got he gets married. Um, oh, he's, he had his wallet stolen. Oh. oh, I was wrong on both counts. It's called Baby Dunn. Baby, Baby Dunn. Dun. Baby Dunn. There we Baby go. Baby Dunn. Baby. Anyway, Dun. so that's a new sitcom that's going to come out that will probably be funny. That's all right. I went. I didn't do too much of a walking today. Certainly wasn't the uh, fifteen, 15, nearly fifteen miles. But walking up uh, to the local shops, all passing the state agents. Oh yeah. Gone for a joke, haven't they? What have they gone for, mate? Well, I'm going to give you the feed line, and you can oh. tell me if you think a joke's coming. Okay. How many estate agents does it take to, to uh, sell your house? Uh, uh, one. Yeah, just yeah, one. Just one. Come in. Oh, okay. <laughs> literally what, I was like, don't promise me a joke and give me that. That's rubbish. <laughs> just one. Come in. Come in. Come in. Oh, that's, that's awful. Time. Yeah, needs work. That, that yeah, is, I was that like, that's a waste that's, of time. I felt like going in and just... Like ripping that poster down. Yeah, <laughs> guys, you can't do that. Like, you know, knock knock. And then who is there? No, oh, come on in, mate. I've got a doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> like you're allowed. Don't bother to... knocking. The door's unlocked, mate. Yeah, but it's not even like a, an anti-joke, you know. No. Well, but was it? It's just a question and an answer. It's just a question and answer. Like an anti-joke would be the way they take it to some sort of surreal elements, but they're not. They're literally just going, oh, just one. Come on in. And even then, is it just one? Or is whoever's... So you've you got to sell your house, but oh. you can't sell it until you've bought one. Yeah, yeah. So it depends. And, and surely there's... Uh, yeah, surely. Like, he can't ask anyone, or she uh, can't ask anyone's help. If I see them... No. Whilst... No, 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 no. If they... I will... S- <laughs> you smite them. So I'm just going to need to talk. No, you don't. No, 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 no. No, you, you Jeff, yeah. look at me. <laughs> you are doing this all you by are. yourself. You put that phone down. <laughs> look at me, Jeff. Look at me. By the, by the way, I have no interest in, in buying that house. <laughs> I don't have a five-bed mansion to sell. <laughs> I can't afford it, I Jeff. Just, I just came in here, Jeff, because I saw that. And now I know you were thinking about the commission. You're probably thinking I could probably afford that holiday now, but you're not, Jeff, because I'm not buying a house or selling a house. Well, just, well that's, that's certainly bloody told Jeff. Well, that's yeah. how I prove a point. Exactly. How many how many comedians does it take to piss off Jeff? Just one. <laughs> well, clearly one. Come in. Go in. Stay out. Uh, any Any geekery this week? Uh, we had some, yeah. Uh, there was a new trailer for X Men: Dark Phoenix. There was. 
was a new trailer for X-Men Dark Phoenix. That's yeah. all I've got to say on it. <laughs> really? I, do you know what? I, I, I fully expect this will be the last X-Men film with this current crop. Do you think, do you think they'll reboot it again? Oh, yeah, yeah. If, if, if Disney are buying Fox, or at least 20th Century Fox properties, sure. um, then Disney are going to like Oh, this Simpsons. will probably build up to a big huge marvel movie yeah if not if not by the end of the next phase they're going to surely start teasing them like they're going to get all these characters back like um uh fantastic four and x-men but i thought i thought it looked all right i thought the trailer looked all right if it's if this is the last one i thought it looked at least like it had a story yes and it just wasn't because apocalypse i didn't mind apocalypse but it was mostly just spectacle it's big cg spectacle yeah it wasn't really much of a story there no i was very bored yeah, I was. But I was also bored by this trailer. I was like, "Oh, yeah. this trailer's going on a bit." Two and a half minutes. I get it. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't excited by it. But then I've oh, never I'm, been huge. I've never it. been huge on X Men. I don't think I've been excited about X Men since the cartoon. It's it's very hard to top um, X Men Two, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Whatever happened to that director? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. how, how are he our made, efforts to go viral? He made Apocalypse. Uh, our, our efforts to go viral, well, we had some help. We had some celebrity help. We ha- yeah, we had uh, Dean tweeting us a compliment, which also then complimented Ricky Gervais, which then Ricky Gervais liked. Yes. So that helped us, but th- I, think that, I think that was that. No one saw that, that he that. liked it, though, so no one no. tracked back. He also, he also does like to like and retweet uh, praise. Okay. Of his work. So that didn't help. However, uh, a fake trailer of uh, the Joker film. Yes, I got excited about this. And you then thought you, it was real, yeah. You poured cold water all over my hot todger. <laughs> 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 and I, I was like, oh, oh, it's not, it's fake. It was fake. It was, it was ve- but very it, well made. 3.1. I, I just looked at the views and went, oh, this is a trailer. 3.1 million. I know. Unbelievable. Mm. How that's many that's have been so like basically just the clips that we've already seen the leaked clips yeah like the, the screen yeah. test and then the the phone footage uh of them filming yeah crossed with an interview from um i've forgotten the name the of master that film. the master uh yeah and then 3.1 million quite three, well edited bad choice of song but 3.1 million for a pack of lies for a mm. pack of lies that, is that what it takes to go viral why are we trying so hard every week? Why don't we just lie to everyone? Just, <laughs> that's a great point. Shall, I, shall we call this podcast exclusive interview of Daniel Radcliffe? Yes. 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 See how many people He talks listen. nothing but Potter. <laughs> that could be a fun little test. Yeah. I'm so sorry. If, if I have done that, and if you are listening because of it, I'm very sorry. I mean, surely within the first five minutes, though, if the episode's called Exclusive Interview with Daniel Radcliffe, and we don't tear up at the start, like, <laughs> listeners, have we got a treat for you? Yeah. <laughs> Then it's really your own fault for listening this far and not twigging yet <laughs> that we haven't got Daniel Radcliffe on the show. Can we get away with like you know uh, splicing uh, footage of us at uh, the red, a red carpet event? Going, Daniel, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. And then that's it. <laughs> that's just it. Inserting that Exclusive. somewhere. In... Loose. You heard it here. First, you heard it here first. He is fine. He's, uh, he's, <laughs> he's all... absolutely he fine at the moment. At the time not... of recording, he's okay. He's okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's doing all right. <laughs> no further information. <laughs> Oof. Well, we've just watched the trailer for Series 3 of Queer Eye. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. 
I mean, I'm I, a wreck. <laughs> yes, um, Pat, have you have you watched any of the previous I've, two series? No, no, I've I've never seen any, but everyone at work raves about it. Oh, it's oh, it's absolute trash, but it's great trash. It's, it's, yeah, if it's if it's well made trash, I can take some it's trash. It's a really enjoyable. It's manipulated to the hilt, and I'm absolutely <laughs> here to be manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for you'll you'll get the bit, you'll get the the sad montage. You'll learn about the person oh. that they're going to make over. But there. then you find you're learning about yourself. You you are learning about <laughs> yourself at the same time. Then uh, the queer eye team they turn up in the house. They make a big racket oh, noise, normally. Noise, normally walk in, be boys. very very noisy when right. they walk in. Like the dwarves at the start of The Hobbit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly yeah. that. They clean exactly. up after themselves. They do clean up after themselves. Yeah. Good. The, Good. Yeah, they're a little... They don't, they're eat, they don't eat as much as the dwarves. No. No. Um, they're not throwing uh, plates around. Uh, sometimes. If, oh, okay. If the plates aren't sufficient enough, they're or, like, oh, get rid of that. Or and if they, they throw rip, them out the window. Or if they represent past pain. Oh, and, yes. this, and this is you getting rid of your pain, and then yes. they'll cry and they'll smash the plates and hug. Yep. It's. I mean, it's 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 <laughs> trash, but it's so good. <laughs> I mean, so I, will I mean, watch it. but it's so good that I'm saying the word trash. Yes. I'm not even calling it rubbish. I know, and I'm, the show is trash. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think both me and Pat are slightly uncomfortable. About that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tom, have you been hit in the head with uh, a bird recently? Uh, hang on. What the hell is that? What the hell? Ah, oh, males. Oh, oh, you okay, mate? Oh, 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 right in the baby maker. Oh, <laughs> right in the oh. meat and two veg. That's right. a shame. Oh, we got, we got. We had a. Fi- thank you ve- once again. Thank you very, very much to everyone who sends us correspondence. Oh. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, quick update from last week. Uh, yes. We asked for clarification from uh, Anna. If uh, what was it? It was a housework howler. If that was a good thing or a bad thing, we don't know about yes. the house. Mm. But uh, she says, just to clarify, the housework howling is definitely laughter. Although there has been the occasional ministry-style howling when you lads can't figure out the riddle. Understandable, Anna. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <Someone's>, sorry. <laughs> you, yeah, very understandable. So apologies for that. Uh, and once again, I hope your son enjoyed his sleepover. Yes, we, uh, we have tweeted out that picture of your wand. I hope the listeners saw it. I mean, we haven't at time of recording, right. but we will do after after recording. We'll tweet out the picture of that I was one. Thinking, was I meant to do that? I'm sorry. Uh, you, uh, you were meant to do sorry. that, yes. Um, uh, we also had uh, a letter from Anonymous, which I uh, found quite touching. Um, Can you put some nice music over this? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, he says... Uh, <laughs> Tom, just start humming something nice. Uh, please don't... Re- um, yeah, <laughs> Tom, start humming, mate. <laughs> <laughs> <Start> some- <laughs> Keep going, mate. <laughs> There you go. And all the way down. Lovely. Uh, Dear Pat, Tom and Joe, I've been going through a really tough time in life lately, but listening to your podcast has made me feel less alone. You're all so fun and entertaining. Harry Potter is one of my favourite things, so it's a perfect combination. I began listening to you a week or two ago and have been making my way through your episodes. I'm currently on episode 30. Episode 30? Flipping heck. In two weeks. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to keep going and get up to date as soon as I can. I, even I like reckon- that. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Persevere. <laughs> what was it? Was it, wasn't it stick with it. Th- yeah. Isn't episode 30 stick with it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. That's probably what inspired him. Come on, we'll go through it. Um, uh, I even recommended you to a friend after two episodes, and we both love the podcast so after much. After two, two episodes. episodes? Wow. Okay, well. Wow. 
Oh man, thank you. Uh, early early adopter. Uh, although life has been really tough, your podcast has not only given me something to make me happy, but has also made me feel less alone. Wow. I don't have a lot of friends at the moment, but your podcast and the Harry Potter fandom as a whole is keeping me going and giving me something to be happy about when things look dark. You guys are so funny and really bring a spell to my face. Also, I may or may not be writing this drunk in a club toilet. I'm sure you can relate. Oh. Definitely can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I've, de- I've decided to keep you anonymous because you were... Um, well, you're very honest and open. Very like, it's, honest, it's, yeah. uh, we do of, we often get like lovely messages, but rarely as uh, open and uh, honest as that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it really touched us, mate. And uh, just for listeners, uh, just to let listeners know, I have been back in touch uh, with Anonymous, uh, and he's fine. Uh, you know, he was he was drunk in a club toilet, but uh, yeah, he was happy for me to read that letter out uh, on the podcast. I just found it very touching. Um, so we're saying it's a he, yeah. It's a yeah, he. For a second, I okay, was worried so, it might yeah. have been me. <laughs> 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 does sound the type of thing you would. <laughs> That's my MO. I was thinking, oh, yeah. <laughs> drunk, drunk in a toilet. Feeling a bit down on, on my luck. And, and, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, no, but that was lovely. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. yeah, thank you. And, uh, stay in touch. We, we have, yeah, definitely do stay in touch. And we have said If it you can get that, past um, episode 31. Uh, <laughs> well, if, well, if not, totally understandable. If you can. <laughs> Also, if you can get past the the first few episodes of this year, we have uh, another email. It's regular correspondent Joe. He's back in touch for the first time this year. Yeah, irregular correspondent Irregular now, but um, his unique brand of insults uh, rarely fail to disappoint. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So Joe says, uh, hey guys, long time no type. My first email (laughs) to the show of 2019 and it's almost March. Maybe it's my fault for being too busy, or maybe it's just taken you guys this long to put out some content that's worthy enough for me to comment on. <laughs> Who knows? Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair enough. Awesome. Um, anyway, loved the show this week. I haven't lolled that much in a long time. I even lameoed at one point. Nice. Tom Shatterhand's song, the long-awaited Ralmoat chat, and the, <laughs> <laughs> and the Brian Singer, that's what, she, that's what he said, quip, were all solid gold. You could definitely notice the difference in energy levels between the well-rested Tom and the sleep-deprived Pat and Joe. Although the latter two did perk up significantly during the bad movie recommendation segment, so it all balanced out. One peeve! Tom said Hulk Hogan's first return to WWE following all the recent controversy in his personal life occurred when he appeared on Monday Night Raw to pay tribute to the late, great Gene Okerlund, who Mm. passed away at the start of this year. This is wrong! Hogan's first return appearance on WWE programming occurred on Friday the 2nd of November 2018 when he hosted the Crown Jewel pay-per-view event held in Saudi Arabia. Uh-oh. This event was also mm. significant for marking the in-ring return of Shawn Michaels, who hadn't wrestled for eight years after The Undertaker retired him, retired him at WrestleMania 26 in 2010. Not only that, but 49-year-old Shane McMahon, son of chairman, was, well, was finally crowned best wrestler in the world on this night. I would have thought that as a self-proclaimed 32-year-old wrestling fan, Tom would have known all this. Does he even watch wrestling? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, regular correspondent Joe Toll has literally just rolled up his sleeves. <laughs> he's, he's, spoiling, he's spoiling for a fight. <laughs> Throw me the ball, coach. When you go. <laughs> well, feel free to retort, Tom. Yeah, let's I get will ready retort. To um, just like uh, John Cena and Daniel Bryan, who refused to uh, go to uh, Crown Jewel because of Saudi Arabia appalling human rights record and the fact that at the time um, we had a journalist uh, missing who actually turned out to have been horrifically murdered on orders of the state. Yes. Um, I don't uh, recognise Crown Jewel. 
Okay. As a, as I, 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 think, I think fair enough. Because I believe in human rights. I don't know what Joe, uh, <laughs> how he feels about human rights, but uh, I, that's, that's why I didn't uh, recognise it. So, uh, Well, Tom... Uh, I think that was a good response. A compelling <laughs> argument. Well, mm. delivered atop his high horse there. Tom, uh, you can jump down for this next bit, mate. Yes, please. Um... The Bond movie chat was quite fun, although I feel like you perhaps missed an opportunity to segue nicely from this conversation into a piece of quality literature about a certain Harry Potter character who also happens to be a big fan of the Bond movie franchise. What's that? He's talking about, um, he submitted a piece of fan fiction once and we didn't read it. Oh, he did, didn't he? I completely forgotten about that. And it was about... It we'll was go about back the, and find it. It was the Dursleys before Harry arrived and I believe they'd just been to see For Your Eyes Only. That Vernon kept singing it. Good memory. Well, yeah. good we'll, memory. We'll go back and find that, and we'll read that out at some point. Anyway, Joe, Joe continues. I mean, last time I checked, this was still a Harry Potter-based podcast, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Look, I'm just a fan who wants you guys to produce entertaining content for your listeners and make your show the best it can possibly be. Thanks, mate. You don't have to take my suggestions or contributions on board. It's your show. You do what you want. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> He also says, by the way, on the 6th of April this year, my wife is doing a skydive for the Chartwell Cancer Trust charity. If and any in you... transmission. <laughs> <laughs> if any of you would like to sponsor her, blah, 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 we will tweet the link out yes. to the, uh, the Virgin Money Giving page for <laughs> Joe's wife, uh, who's doing a skydive for charity, which is the best reason to do a skydive. That's for using my towel the other day. Oh, but it is! It is demanded by the gods, it is! Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! I love my eyes! My eyes! Ah! ah! Alright, boys. Yes. Yes, mate. Let me, uh, so Tom, you recommended this movie last week. Well, recommended, you suggested. I suggested because. It's what it is. I, I, it's a movie I don't know much about. Yeah. Uh, I saw a trailer for it and thought that looks terrible. Yeah. Did did you look know? Terrible. It's, whereas um, Glitter and Plan Nine were sort of infamous. Mm. I thought this bit take, bringing it back to on the line. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. It, on the line, I didn't even see a trailer for it. I just remember seeing the DVD cover for all oh, that. Looks you found, you find you're good at finding the deep cuts of you bad movies. Good, you've got a good nose for bad movies. And. So we found the film Scottish Muscle. Now, we discussed a little bit of the trailer last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Pat, you made the point of, oh, they're trying to get Tallulah Riley in a bikini at any opportunity. Yeah. I thought that was just to sell the because it was in the trailer a lot. Poss- well, it's, it's in the film a lot. But did you know who wrote and directed this film? No. Tallulah Riley. Really? Really? She is the writer and director of this film. She wrote and directed this film. Yeah. So... That was her choice. Well, as, I mean, I'll or be it honest, was. as soon as the credits came up, I turned off my TV and had a hot shower. <laughs> <laughs> Too hot. <laughs> All right, talk, talk me through it. What's so, the plot? So, uh, the plot is um, Martin Compton, who yeah. is perhaps the most the brightest spark of the film, him and two mates, Joe Thomas, doing an, from the Inbetweeners, doing an right. awful Scottish accent. Yeah. Oh, my God. And their little mate. Not the worst accent in the film. No, oh my god, really? Not the worst accent. So they're three guys from uh, an area of Glasgow. It's quite run down. Uh they don't they don't really have much going on in their lives. Um and then by chance uh 
they are accused of being pearl thieves, and they are locked up in in the police station. Oh yeah, that was out of nowhere. Sorry. Yep. I'm just <laughs> and then uh, Tula Riley says, "Oh, though no, that's not the pearl thieves." And then they bump into her again. And how does she know? Because uh, she had seen uh, three pearl thieves. Oh right, they're that, robbing that, her. That, oh right, we're in the middle of a lake, and one of them pulled out a machine gun. <laughs> yeah, but the, the okay. machine guns don't come back. No, that was it. For <laughs> it's them. Just, like, super explosive beginning, like, and then they go away, and then the other guys are pulled into a lineup. Right. And, the, and it wasn't them. Yeah, but it's just then a case of mistaken identity. Don't worry about it. Just we forget never, that fact. We're into the film now. We never, we never catch the pearl thieves. No. Okay. Well, then Martin Compton get the ideas that they will be pearl thieves. Yeah. So they are going to be pearl That's thieves. such a dumb idea. You've well, just been arrested for The brief it. plot description. Uh, disillusion with city life. A man goes undercover at Highland Conservation Centre and hopes to make his fortune at illegal pearl harvesting. It's a, that's that's the entire plot that's been written down. <laughs> yeah, two by... sentences. So he yeah, so he's now working with Tallulah Riley, but on the side, him and his two mates are trying to search for pearls. Right. So he's trying to gain information. And in the background, you've got um, weird Glaswegian gangster. Now this is funny. So I looked in. I had a few. Uh, Googles of this film. Oh, lovely! And there was a little bit of controversy because it was on at the Edinburgh International Film Festival. Okay, but as you can see, it's very much a. It's full of um. Well, well one of caricatures. One of my notes was Jesus, please hire some Scottish actors. Yes, <laughs> if you're going to set this film in Scotland. Well, they did. Um, there's Spud Gun. Do you remember Bottom? The sitcom bottom, bottom. Yeah, I remember, remember Spud, Spud Gum. I don't remember him. The big guy. Oh. Spud Gum the Hedgehog. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's in it, doing a bad Scottish accent, and his sidekick turns out to be one of the directors of the Edinburgh International Film Festival. No. So I wonder how this film, which is really, really stereotypical Scottish life, bad Scottish accents... I wonder how it made it into the end. And well, oh, there you have it. There we found out. So uh, it's one stars across the board every time because it is. It, so it's a loose. There's a loose sort of romantic thing going on between him and this girl, where he realizes maybe he doesn't want to be a pearl thief because mm. maybe he's falling in love with her and maybe he's starting to care about the wildlife. But it's and they're constantly bringing in these little characters. So Harry Enfield turns up as a chip shop uh, van owner. Doing a really bad accent. See, if I was in the so Joe Thomas's accent's bad. See, I could do a better Scottish accent. Yeah, hey, I think you can. I think you can, Bo. <clears throat> how you doing, my man? I actually think. Are you alright? I think. I actually <laughs> think we should have been in that it's film. It's not bad, you know. It's <laughs> I'm Billy Connolly. I've been, I've been, I've been smoking, you man. I, <laughs> and I can't do it anymore. I can what you mean, pal. I can what you mean. Let me anyway, we basically that we should have been in that film. Right, that's better than. Have you got any scholars? Well, who was it? Well, I started making a list of the bad accents, and then it turned out to be most people in the film. Funny if it, Richie's aunt, eh? Family's important. I should know. I don't have one. Here I am, a successful businessman, and sometimes I think I'd swap it all for the gentle caress of a loving woman. Ah, don't do yourself down, Bill. Man's legacy is more important than transient pleasure. Transient pleasure's brief delusive to me. Can you understand why? What's infuriated me about this film, and I really don't want to spend too long on it because it really wound me up how bad. Because it, it wasn't like a fun bad one; it was just no. a really, really bad film. It was a poorly so bit, boring because you could tell you could, actually you could do a story here right. of conservation and yeah. and um, you know 
getting in touch with wildlife and that sort of stuff because it was the setting they had was beautiful but they kept going back to glasgow for some reason right and i was just like no if you're going to set the film there just keep it out in the wildlife in the highlands and it just was really odd it it really was. I, d- I don't know what the point of it was. No. But speaking of bad accent, there's one character, one of the cons- the other conservationists, the male conservationist. Mm. Um, he didn't have a bad Scottish accent. No. He had a really bad, like stereotypical, like old school Western American accent. Oh. He was like, "Well, I don't talk like this. <laughs> this is just <laughs> like where Moses." Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I can't quite do it badly right. enough because I can't dilute it enough into my English accent. And you know, just do, the do you know where that character came from? Where? Uh, Tallulah Riley, right director, was a big fan of uh, Matthew McConaughey's character in Fool's Gold. Right. Oh so that's why the guy is doing a bad Matthew McConaughey. Because I, 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 di- I didn't want to make notes on this guy's accent because I thought it was going to be a punchline at the end of the film. So did I. Like, like in, so did I. Like, I thought... Ren- like Renford Rejects. Yes. When you find out the character isn't Italian, he's Scouse. Yes. <laughs> Bruno de Grady is he's Barry Gray. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For 90s yeah. Nickelodeon fans there. Yeah. Check it out. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was such a bad accent. I was like, oh, is it... It's going to be, and but they kept going on about he's really good. Like the guy had an incredible body. Don't get me wrong, but he wasn't your stereotypical, like oh he's the amazing hunk. Like he was no, he was weird, and and he was very uh, wooden, very wooden, very wooden performer. It was how does odd. he how does he fit into it? Why is there an American guy? Because in this? he works in the conservation center. He's he's kind of the other guy that she's into, but she never shows any interest in him. And so, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know it's really weird it's because his character's like a like a hippie type. Like he lives in like a yurt and stuff like this. But he's right. very well manicured of and clearly goes goes to the gym seven hours yeah. a day. But so it, none of it quite worked. I don't worry about the other man that Annabeth's like. She needs an alpha male. I appreciate this phase, though. She's a scientist. It's in her nature to experiment. What's that? My Mongolian yurt. It's where I live. You live in a tent? Wherever I am on the planet, I like to connect to local customs and culture. Like, these are all yeah. good names as well. It's actually quite sad to Martin hear... Martin like, Comston's brilliant. He's a really yeah. good actor. Yeah, I really yeah. like him. It, it, I'd like to know what he felt about this movie. Because he does he does his best. He really does his I best. i tell you what, oh, he, he tweets quite a bit. I would why, don't we, why don't we tag him in a tweet, see if we can go viral? I would, I would love to get him I'd, on this podcast. Yeah, I, d- I don't want to... Because I remember Martin Compton. So when we first um, did media studies, Sweet we 16. S- Sweet 16, yeah. Yeah. Ken Loach, which obviously it means it's a b- depressing film. It's a but, depressing film. But he is brilliant in it, which I think it was his first film role. I think it was Piggy from 2010. I think yeah. it was 2010. Brilliant film. Really great film. And then uh, I've never watched it. But, Line uh, of Duty. Line of Duty. Line oh, of the Duty. Trailer, trailer uh, for Series 5 came out yesterday. It's looking good. Oh, we should have hashtagged that. Yeah. <laughs> we would have gone viral. <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of characters where I was like, are they doing an accent? I couldn't quite tell at first. Yeah. Joe Thomas, I couldn't even tell from the trailer whether he was doing an accent, no, but Nick he was. Uh, yeah, Harry Enfield, I couldn't quite tell. Uh, uh, Rufus Hound, couldn't quite tell for like yeah. a minute or two. And then he says like a Scottish phrase like, oh, you are trying. You are accent. trying. Yeah. Yes. And that's it. You know what? They are trying. They are. They this really, movie they does really try, but it's, it's so... Lightweight. It's a romantic comedy, and you, the the romance isn't there. The no. comedy isn't there. Um, 
No, and, 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 and <laughs> so, Pat, it's, so it's completely dry. It's a Wait, romantic comedy with no romance or comedy. Your, exactly. your, re- your reaction to the trailer, where it was like in the trailer, they're like, "Will they find love?" It's like, well, you haven't built that up. They don't really build it up in the Not film. Really, it just no. sort of happens. Uh, then, okay. then obviously the jeopardy happens, and then they get back together at the end. Uh, right. yeah. I was going to say, spoil it for me because I'm not going to watch this. But it plays out exactly how I imagined. It's a romantic <laughs> comedy. There's a, yeah, there's jeopardy about three quarters of the way through. It wasn't fun. This one, guys. No, so don't what, do even it. If, even it if wasn't like, fun. You're a massive Tallulah Riley fan. Still avoid it. Just watch Westworld and have fun with that. Yeah. yeah. How did this film get made? Oh, I think I think we've heard it. I mean, you've got friends on the the film panel. I'm sure they're siphoning off money for grants. Maybe. Is that slander if I say that? I don't know. Uh, just say allegedly and then no. Yeah. Maybe that. No. Maybe that was just what got it seen. Uh, instant and the film festival. I mean, if she's written and if she's writing and directing it, I suppose she pulls. Oh, I a think. Bit of money I in. think she was married twice to Elon Musk. I think she, she was. She got a bit of money oh. from the divorce and thought, "Let's make a movie." Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> Never again. Um, okay. So this uh, takes us on to next week's film. Joe, you're sitting this one out, but you're choosing the film for me and Pat. I'm choosing, and I don't have to watch it now. This is a film. That I have seen bits of. Um, I've not seen the whole thing. Are you sure me, neither me nor Pat have seen it? Uh, I'm almost certain neither of you have seen it. I, I know one of the people in this film. Uh, it's a film called St. George's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. Just to give listeners a rundown, uh, St. George's Day follows two infamous London gangsters. Love Mickey it. Manick and Ray Collishaw. Both men are top of the food chain when when their world is turned upside down as they lose a shipment of Russian Mafia's cocaine. Oh, Oh, there you go, lads. Uh, Glorious stuff for you there. 109 minute running time. Enjoy. No no reference to why it's called St. George's Day, though. No. Uh, Maybe it all takes place on the... Like the Long Good Friday. Maybe it's going to be another like British gangster classic. Well, I look forward to that then. Well, yeah. maybe. Well, <laughs> Sounds it, good. It's been out for seven years, so if it was a classic, we would have heard about it, I assume. But for Game of Thrones fans, it does star Charles Dance. So enjoy. Uh, so, lads, that's next week. All right. St. George's Day. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I, happy with that. I'll tell you something. Um, by the time this episode goes out, it would be, be Lent. You guys giving anything up? Uh, no, I don't think I've given up anything for length for ooh, probably since no. school. No, I think. Um, although I'm out, I'm out and busy. To, we're uh, just for listeners. We're recording on Monday night, so I'm missing uh, Shrove Tuesday. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, already got my uh, my pancakes ready. Yes, I'm not I'm ready. Not, I'm not able to celebrate ready to make. Pancakes. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you got eggs, flour, lemon, sugar, and milk, or just that batter? Or in do a you bottle? have a batter in a bottle? Batter in a bottle. Yeah. Oh, really. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, what? Interesting, man. Oh, what? That's fine. No, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> no, just, uh, I've had some pancakes last night. Just made, just made them just use the whisk. Just use the whisk. Well done, mate. Well done. Thanks, mate. Thanks, bully mate. for you. Bully for me, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's order a bully for you. <laughs> Tom's Conspiracy Theories. Whoa. As, uh, as previously mentioned... It's pancake day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you, did, did either of you ever see um, Maid Marion and Her Merry Men? Yes. Remember the pancake that. song? No. It's no. pancake day. It's pancake day. It's pancake day. Catchy. It is. Uh, the one with Tony Robinson. It is, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the pancake song. Well, 
Uh, well, you've give heard it. it. You've just heard it, mate. You heard okay. it, and I'll be posting a link up to it on our Twitter account. <laughs> you don't on, have to, on, mate. Honestly, you on, don't have to. On pan- oh, tomorrow, I'll do. The, I'll put the Pancake Day song up. If okay. I can. So okay. two days ago, you would have put it up. We'll hold you to it. Yeah, I like hold. Vid- I like the video you put up of Scottish Muscle. <laughs> You're just like, is that a joke? Yeah, <laughs> I, <didn't, laughs> I think it was because it then had a cut, and I was like. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, there was a fair few of those, but that section's finished. Right? Yeah, that section finished. We're on this. Conspiracy. So, uh, so, tomo- so uh, tomorrow is, is Pancake Day. Mm. So I've got uh, all the, the bits. The reason we're doing Batter in a Bottle is because my wife is um, going to, to the Bill Burr show that her company is putting on tomorrow night. Oh, yes. So she's, she's doing that. So we're doing pancakes so, in the morning. And obviously in the morning, in the morning it's, we want nice and quick so that's why yeah quick peck hey i'm not judging you mate yeah, don't need to like explain you. yourself to me okay mate it's just that you were judging me so uh, so we've got i've got the lemon juice yes please nutella oh um well so i've got uh, golden syrup okay you're going for all of them strawberries banana lovely stuff oh sugar also, just for American listeners over here, pancakes uh, aren't like the pancakes you have. They're thinner. They're more like crepes. Anyway, go on. Crepes. And yeah. Uh, crepes. Well, I don't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm getting all that. Going for me strawberry. I was just going to go out buy me regular strawberries, mate. Yeah. That's all I was going for. Yeah. And a regular punnet. Regular punnet strawberries. A lovely punnet. I love yeah. a punnet, mate. It's about one pound, some 99. Sometimes it's 179. Right. They're not there. Where are they? I don't know, mate. But all <laughs> there is, all on the shelf, is packs of one pound strawberries. Oh, what? The, not, not a full punnet? Not a full punnet. Just one pound strawberries. Interesting. And then it got me thinking. Go on. They know what they're doing. Well, they do, They yeah. know it's pancake day. Yeah, people... They rolled well. out cheap strawberries. Sure. But it makes me think, where are these cheap strawberries the rest of the year? I wouldn't mind paying one pound of strawberry, but I'm going to go back there on Wednesday to the exact same shop. shop I, I, don't, I'll, I'll, I don't doubt I'll, it. Don't talk over me. Well, I'll guarantee you. <laughs> I guarantee you that those strawberries will be, will be gone. They even had a different label. That's what made me go, oh, hello, what? <laughs> I'm imagining you doing exactly that in the shop, yeah. walking up to the. Ve- oh, hello, hello. What? It's when you, you know, when you approach a strawberry. Door. Hello, Mister Strawberry. Yeah, of course. You- <laughs> Wimbledon's coming. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hello, Mister Strawberry. Mango, over here, boy. Because uh, <laughs> I, my, my, I make my daughter a fruit salad every day, so sure. I good get parenting. Stuff. Listen yeah, to that. that is very good parenting. Check it out. Um, she ate all the mango today, so now I've got to go get mango tomorrow. Jesus. Double up on the mango. They don't go on pancakes, mate. No, exactly. lucky kid. I, I was. I think I was like twenty before I first had mango. Yeah, I remember. I remember uh, like blueberries. Mm. I started eating blueberries in my twenties, and was just like, "Wow, did I just not like them? Were they? Yeah, where have you re- been all my life? Readily available. Yeah. yeah, pomegranates. Oh man, love a pomegranate. Love Can't remember when that was. Then I was. Kid. I don't. I'm not sure. As a 32-year-old man, whether I've ever had a pomegranate or not. Well, we've just found ourselves a new bit of segment, haven't yes, we? Yes, Joe tries some pomegranate <laughs> next week. Lovely stuff. Yep. Then we're going to have orange. Can have a segment of orange. Yes. Uh, <laughs> orange oh, segment, lovely. I mean, um, we don't mind it. No, you've had, we've all had orange. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what, it just makes me think, mate, what's, what's the deal? Is are, it a conspiracy? Are they, are they 
Yes. Are they just normal strawberries that they're dividing into smaller packs? Okay, yeah. Chucking them out of one pound, new label, just for this one day to celebrate um, the day that Jesus sat down and said, lads, let's have some pancakes. Yep. <laughs> or, <laughs> what happened? It's, he just sat down and said, that's exactly it. No, that's exactly it. Just before the, the Last Supper. I'll tell you what, yeah. I, I, I enjoy doing a podcast with my pals, but imagine if they had recorded The Last Supper and released it as a podcast. This, I mean, oh. I'd listen. Oh, once, once again, I mean, is this, is this going in the Edinburgh show, Tom? Are you, no, are no. You, are, just, you, are you testing the Imagine that. Imagine. Because there'd be a lot of foreshadowing. And you'd <laughs> yeah, be like, yeah, oh. oh I, know Jude, I know Judas likes to dip it in the curry sauce. Here we go. And he's, gonna, he's double dipped it. He's double dipped it. He's and he's double dipped um, <laughs> Judas. You get, you get the next round. I saw you get a big bag of silver. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, so why, where are these strawberries going? So why, this is, why is there suddenly one? It's just a bit, bit weird, isn't it, mate? But is it weird? Yes. Or is it just how shops are run? N- They're going to sell a lot, so they mark up the price a little bit. Somebody seems to know a lot about how shops are run. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, All you used sudden... to work in a supermarket. Yes. You should know how this yes. runs. Did, you, did, you, did turkey suddenly get more expensive before Christmas? No. But they, we got more turkeys. Right. Sure, mate. Yeah. You'd, be, you'd be a... A, a bloody fool <laughs> if, you, if you didn't increase the supply of turkeys around Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah. That's well, that's a good point. But um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Astra- are strawberries in season at the moment? Maybe, maybe there's a limited supply, which is why they're selling them in smaller packs. Yeah, it's, not, it's not summer yet. I just think it, it reeks. <laughs> it stinks. It it absolutely, stinks. absolutely stinks. Because <laughs> you know the phrase, "Well, that's pissed on your strawberries." Yeah. Yes, I've heard. That I phrase. feel like pissing on strawberries. I feel like <laughs> I feel like taking them out. I, I'm I'm angry because listen, okay. hey, sure, Johnny going as the once a month. Oh, Johnny's going as the Tom tells it every week. Tom tells it. Tom lives close you to an. You cannot. Asda. You cannot <laughs> get this past me, right? <laughs> and I, 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 I could see, I, you know what I mean? If I had gone up to a guy and gone, what's the deal with the strawberries? They'd have panicked because they had known. <laughs> they, they know they'd exactly know who the hell I am, right? <laughs> what's the deal with the one pound of strawberries? Oh, it's brought me in. So what? Is there a field somewhere just growing strawberries just for pancake day so we can chuck out cheaply? No, for uh, for just for, I think for answer my question. No, for general <laughs> consumption, I assume. That, I mean, you know. So why is it not one pound very pop- every very popular single day? in the summer around Wimbledon? Yes, but why is it not one pound every single day? Why is it just one pound for this one day? I don't, I Maybe don't they... know. It just it's, it depends on the season. They're not available all year round, are they? Yes. Maybe there was an influx. Maybe there was a good strawberry crop last year. So now we've got too many strawberries. We need to we need to shift them. Mm. I mean. Tom, I don't as think future as the CEO over there. <laughs> Tom, once again, right? Well, first of all, Tom, I don't think this is a conspiracy theory. I think this is certainly not just, a conspiracy. I think it's just how shops work. Um, and I, I, I need, I need to see some improvement from you. It's a commerce. Okay? It's a commerce theory. You've, you've got a theory about how a, commerce. You've is got run. a commerce theory. Okay, that's the mistake you've made this week. All right, mate. <laughs> Yeah, if you're happy to go with that, you but it's uh, it, but uh, and but also, can I ask? Did you buy the strawberries? Yep. Okay. Right. So you were happy enough. To, you didn't ask any questions at the till. Or self service was it? I stared. <laughs> <laughs> they knew. <laughs> 
I stared. <laughs> and I did a little oh, as they scanned the strawberries. Oh. Mm. Interesting press. Cheap. <laughs> cheap. <laughs> any, uh, any particular reason why? <laughs> Mumbling it under your breath. <laughs> so quietly they don't even hear Tom, you. Yeah. Tom's the most passive-aggressive shopper. Oh, interesting price for those. Oh, oh. Normally pay more for them. <laughs> Blaming the person oh. at the till. <laughs> They're all part of it. Anyway, okay, right. Takes two to make a conspiracy. <laughs> right, Tom. Takes two to mango. We need, we need, right. <laughs> next you. next week, uh, I want you to promise me you'll come in with an actual conspiracy. Yeah. Or will I? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, it's time for Joe's Famous Quiz. Another one of those ones where I put loads of work in and asked Pat to bring the Trivial Pursuit round. Oh, yes. Uh, so it's the same rules as last time. It's going to be the sudden death, the... Um, uh, what, can, what can we call it? What's a pun? What's a good pun for what, this? for Trivial Pursuit? Yeah, I want to keep doing... I want to do this loads this year, so we should have a name uh, for yeah, it. Yeah. Tri- uh, trivial uh, Pursuit of Armour from the last film. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> Sybil Trivialorny Pursuit. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> per- trivial Percy Weasley suit. Percy's Trivial... Per, tri, pers, where, trivial Percy pers- Weasley's suit. Hip, hippogrivial pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, li- listeners, someone send in a name for tri- the Trivial Pursuit game. Trivial Pursuit Sudden Death. Uh, and Pat, you will go first this week. Yep. Uh, roll that dice. It's like, a, it's like a pink. It's like a pink. There's a pink, mate. Okay, so for listeners who haven't heard this before, I'm just going to read, Pat, questions from the Trivial Pursuit set. In the colour of pink until he gets a question wrong. If he gets the first question wrong, he's done. If he gets the tenth question wrong, it means he got nine points. Right, okay. What, um, what category is pink? Category pink is... Um, oh, magical spells and potions. Oh, man. I'm not going to do well on <laughs> this, this one. This is not going to go well for you. Okay. What is the name of the reverse spell effect that happens when twin wand cause duel as occurred between Harry and Voldemort in the graveyard? Priorian Cantatum. It is Priori and Katon. That's one. Which spell does Hermione use to unchain Gringotts' dragon? It's a multiple choice. A, Relatio. B, Alohomora. C, Bombarda. Bombarda. And the answer is A, Relatio. Oh! So it's one point for Patrick. <sighs> Thomas, light pathetic. blue. You got a light blue. What's, what the, what's the category? The category for light is Hogwarts. Hogwarts, okay. Let's see if you've... Uh... Where? Who? <laughs> 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 um, who is the new Defence Against the Dark Arts teacher at Hogwarts during Harry's fourth year? Well, well, technically, it's uh, Alistair Mad-Eye Moody, but he's in disguise. Oh, I will, I will accept okay. this answer. Right, That's cool. one point for Thomas. Okay. Question two. What is past making Professor Umbridge the Hogwarts High Inquisitor? What is pa- what is past, comma, that should be there, okay. making Professor Umbridge the oh, Hogwarts educational High Educational decree. It's just an educational oh, right, decree okay. is the answer. That's two. Oh. Okay, question three. Which Gryffindor student gives Harry the gillyweed that helps him breathe underwater during the second task of the Triwizard Tournament? Uh, 
Well, so I'm guessing we're doing films because it's Neville Longbottom. It's Neville Longbottom. We are doing films. Mm. Uh, who is the keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts? Rubius Hagrid. Correct. Uh, is that four now? Yeah. Uh, how long do the champions have to compete in the second task of the Trovers tournament? An hour. You have one hour. That's five. How is many the snitch players? worth three points? No, they're just worth one point each, mate. No, the, no, the snitch. snitch. The snitch. The snitch is coming up later, mate. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but like he's just rubbing it in now. I'll just keep going. He's <laughs> it's, it's just going to keep going. Uh, well, there's actually there's technically two snitches later, so uh, Pat's not out of reach yet. No. How many players are on a Quidditch team? Uh, seven. Correct. Six. Six. Who grants Harry and Ron no, special seven. awards for? <laughs> <laughs> Who grants Ron and Harry special awards for services to the school after their adventure in the Chamber of Secrets? Albus Dumbledore. Correct. Which professor does Dumbledore ask to teach Harry Occlumency? Professor Snape. What are we up to? Eight. Keep going. Oh, like, why didn't I roll a light blue? Right. Uh, I think we'll stop at ten. Uh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. What are Gryffindor's um, house colours? Uh, red and gold. Scarlet and gold will give you it. Nine. Uh, in which of Harry's years... <laughs> yeah, give it to him. He needs it. <laughs> <laughs> In which of Harry's years at Hogwarts does Hagrid become care of magical creatures teacher? His third year. Ten. How many house points is Neville awarded for standing up to his friends when they attempt to sneak out of the Gryffindor common room after hours? Ten. What subject does Professor Trelawney teach? Divination. What is the third task the trio face in the hum for the Philosopher's Stone? Oh, now here we go. Um, So, Fluffy... Then it's Venus Tentacular. Uh, is it the Flying Keys? It's the life-size ah. wizard chess game. There we go. Germany. 12. He ended up on 12. He ended up on 12. <laughs> well, Pat, I think you're out of it, mate. But, yep. uh, hey, still we can still have some fun. Yeah. Oh, can we? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Oh, I forgot an hour and a half train journey after this to get oh, home. Oh, I, forgo- I forgot to say half of Tom's questions were bludgers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. It's time for the return of... Quick Quotes Quiz. Jingle. Take four. Quick Quotes Oh my god! What? Quick quotes quiz is so, so, back. So wait, so Pat knows all these answers? Then? No, they are listener submitted oh, quick whoa. quotes. Yes, please come on. We have four, and you're going to buzz in on them. Uh, these were sent in by Georgia. Thank you, Georgia. Thank you. Uh, Thanks. So we got. So li- if listeners, if you want to send in some quick quotes, please do. These are brill. Okay. Uh, so your first quote, and it's you got to buzz in. Buzz. Oh, Patrick. I think it's the I think it's the sorting hat. That is incorrect. No. That's what I thought it was when I first heard it. Mm. Tom, what do you think? Mm. Right. Let me tell you. It is Aunt Marge. It is Aunt Marge. That's correct. So that's thirteen points oh. for Tom so far. Okay. This one's quite an easy one. Buzzing quickly. Spin in the girls' bathroom. Yep. Buzz. Oh. Tom. Never long button. Neville Longbottom is correct. That's a good good impression. That's a very good Neville. That's a good one. Uh, okay, third one, the penultimate one. You've got to have your wits about yep. Oh, I think it was Tom again. <laughs> it's um, August Filch. It's August Filch. Yeah, that's what I was so going to say. 15 for Tom. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> and the last one. 
Buzz. I'll give you a clue. <laughs> go on, go on, let him, no, let him have a guess. Go on, have a guess. Dumbledore. Incorrect. Oh. Uh, but I'm, I'm not freezing you out. It's, it's, you. This is from the first film. That's my clue. Okay. Take yep. that side. Tom? It's, um, take that side. It's uh, Marcus Flint. <laughs> Thomas Toll. <laughs> wow. With 16 in total. 16 to 1. But it's not over yet because we've still got top trumps to play for. And this is worth how, oh, 100 points? It's worth three points. Oh. <laughs> I, I just really you, don't want to lose this, though. I'm just going to give you the two off the top. Take which okay. one you want. So you know no, I've, not... got, I've got to end this hot streak. 16-1. Wowzers. <laughs> okay, uh, Pat, I'll let you go first. Jesus. Who have you got? Oh, I've got Dudley Dursley. <laughs> I'll move you got no actually don't say I don't say I'm going to go temper on a weight because we want he's got he's, he's got, got a low, low you want low temper low oh for god's sake <laughs> temper six temper temper two oh. who'd you have Tom good old Hermione Granger Hermione G what's her what's her magic <laughs> 60 what's oh, Dudley's yeah, that, magic that beats zero uh, uh, courage 38 yeah that beats five <laughs> <laughs> so Tom I think that's a, outside of uh, the ridiculous snitches that I've done in the past that's a that's a record high 19-1 Tom wins wow. that game oh, I'm so sorry Pat. Uh, no worries no, no it's highlight, used to be the highlight of my week this, doing this show <laughs> Plenty of time to bring it back. The year is still young. Yes. Uh, but I've had a oh. lot of fun today. I have. Me too. Um, you know, and I've just absolutely chuffed with that. Yeah, I result. mean, you've done very that well incredible. there, Tom. Uh, yeah. I just wish I'd um, wish I'd got the task right, uh, the, the challenge. But then we'd still, I'd still be asking you flipping questions, mate. I, I mm. bloody know, mate. <laughs> oh, enough <laughs> of that. that. you know. Uh, thank you so, so much for listening, guys. All remains to be said is my name is Tom Toll. My name is Patrick Holland. I'm Joe Bauer. This has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. Thanks very much for listening, guys. As Tom didn't say at the end of that podcast, thank goodness, you can get in touch with the show if you want via Facebook and Twitter at AATTAPod, or you can email us, AATTAPod at gmail.com. Or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is AATTA Podcast, or you can find us on Spotify, or wherever you choose to get your podcasts. We'll be back next week, the same old rubbish as we are every week. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Bye! Tom, I know it's late. Yep. But in the day, you, your birthday present has finally wow. arrived at my house. Oh my god! Now I'll just preempt this. Pat knows what it is, yeah. uh, but all I did was uh, I typed in words that I thought you might like, and this popped up. I didn't know it existed. Okay. Uh, the reason it's so late is I could have ordered it from the UK from Amazon, but the cheapest I found was eighty quid. Wasn't paying that eighty quid. Uh, so I've waited a good uh, seven eight weeks for what could be potentially just a silly little joke present, but I think it's brilliant. Oh my word! What is it, Tom? Jeez, it's a novelization of the movie Ten Things I Hate About You. Yes, please. That's a cool gift. That. My friend. And I he's mean, got eight pages of celebrity pics from the <laughs> flick. <laughs>
How do I loathe? Uh, how do I loathe thee? Let me count the ways. Ten things. Oh my god! I read I read a review online, and uh, it said, "Yeah, it stays pretty close to the film." I mean, there's some extra bits, and as soon as I read that, I was like, "What are the extra bits?" Who's Who's Nicole? I don't know. That's whose book it is. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's not first hand. I think this this book was deleted oh, shortly ne- after oh, the release of the film. Hand. No, no, no. I had to buy it from some secondhand American book retailer, oh, which is right. why it took so long to get over here. For Who's... Eliza, may we end, always end up in the same place. Who's Eliza? Is that handwritten? No, that's, yeah, that's well, the author's that's name. The author. Who's the author? <laughs> who's, who's written this novelization? I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> it just popped into existence. <laughs> oh, it, adapted by uh, David Leviathan. Screenplay written by Karen McCullen, Lutz, and Kirsten Smith. Story by... Based on The Taming of the Shrew oh, by William. Billy Shakespeare. Billy. Oh, Bill. Big, big, big Billy himself. Oh, my God. I like, I like that they did that. I like that they made a film based on Taming of the Shrew and then made a novel based on a film which is already based on a book. 